Thankfully, we've never had a fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about the one this morning? Well, <laughs> let's not talk about that one. Welcome to We Do Whatever It Takes, a marriage podcast with a magician and an almost therapist, where you get tips and tricks for creating a great marriage. All right. Welcome to another episode of We Do Whatever It Takes. Yes, I'm Danny Ray. I'm Kimberly. And so today we're going to be looking on focusing on what matters in terms of our communication with our spouse. And we wanted to start by telling you a little bit about ourselves and then we'll jump into that. So babe, tell me about you. Uh, mostly in this context, we'd like to know how on earth you are a pastor and a magician. Wait, that's about me. What yeah. about you? Uh, yeah. You want to know? Yeah, we want to know. All right. So... A pastor and a magician. I mean, that is a crazy combination right there. Seriously, it, it is not my favorite question. If I sit next to a stranger, especially on an airplane, they say, what do you do? And and what does your husband do? Oh, do I tell them pastor or magician? Could... <laughs> Which one's worse? Like, I don't know. It's a toss up. It could go either way. He's a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> that I have not thought of. Yeah, do that. All right, I'll try it. <laughs> Sounds good. So yeah, I started doing sleight of hand when I was about... 10 years old. Well, that's when I really got serious. Probably at six or seven, I started doing it as yeah. one of my favorite um, magicians would say, Di Vernon. He would say, then I wasted like the first six years of my life, you know, but hey. Because <laughs> uh, you should have been practicing I as a baby. should have been practicing. Uh, should have okay. been practicing. All right. So at 12 years old, I did my first show called Razzle Dazzle. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Oh. I've seen the flyer <laughs> and the little gold stars all over it are amazing. Yeah. Um, and then by 15, started doing restaurant magic. And mm -hmm. then 18, had the opportunity to travel around the world. That's a story for another day because I said no. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm glad you did because yes. then we got to know each other. We definitely got to. I like to know you. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> Keep Keep going. <laughs> focus. focus. The word today is focus. I know. Focus. So, so yeah. And then I, I got involved in youth ministry for a decade. Five of those were volunteer. And then when I graduated from seminary, I became the junior high and the fifth and sixth grade youth pastor. Mm -hmm. And then eventually the college pastor. And in the process, process of that, we were you know, doing a bunch of counseling with different parents and different, um, some of the people on our team. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, that's what kind of led to that combination, but really it was in, uh, in Romans eleven twenty nine where it says God's gifts and his calling are irrevocable mm. that I, I realized I was pastoring over here and no magic over here. And I had to figure out how do you blend your Yeah, gifts? you kept those pretty yeah. separate. Yeah, They, they yeah. were separate for a time. And then it was time to bring those together. And how do you figure out how to blend the things that God's gifted you with and then bring that together with the, the things that he's called you to do? And so that's that's how I got started on the journey of pastoring and doing magic. So I've been on the road for the last 20 years. And uh, we've been to all 50 states, 19, yeah. You have. Country. We have not. You yes, have. we yes. have not. Let's yes. clarify. I have been. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I've been all over the country and 19 countries and really thankful for the opportunities and they just keep coming in. So we're thankful for that. Last year, we wrote this book called ooh, ooh. No, I Can't Make Your Wife Disappear. And the title is that because... <laughs> After a show, I mean, I think husbands tend to think they're being pretty um, clever and they're yeah. thinking of it for the first time where they're like, 
can you make my wife disappear? And Seriously, we've heard it so many times. I've heard it many times at the back table with you, you after. You we've heard it more than once. Oh, you have to well, be original. Yeah, it's kind of like a bad dad joke. It's, yeah, it's not original. Yeah, and so. <laughs> but it's a super fun name for the book. Yeah, so it's a magician's guide to a magical marriage. I always say if you want 18 great pages, Kim wrote uh, Kimberly's Corner here, and there's 18 chapters. And so so just, just skip ahead to yeah, mine. Just skip ahead to yours, uh-huh. and then you have eight, the 18 page book. Yeah, I, I appreciate mean, that, but it's I all think. all the salient points. Is nah, I think you'd miss out on some really fun stories. You might miss out. So, so today we're talking about focus. Yeah. I feel like we're all over the map. But wait, before we get to focus, what about you? Tell me about you. I have just finished my master's yes. in counseling psychology. Um, but my little disclosure, I am not a full-fledged therapist yet, working on it. and ex- almost therapist. Almost therapist. <laughs> and uh, excited about that that journey that I'm on. Obviously, I've been doing a lot of lay counseling for years and years. But yeah. um, to actually have those uh, tools in my toolbox now uh, is, is really great. And I'm super excited about that. But uh, today, as we focus... Um, you have a story you wanted to share with us about? Yeah, so this idea of focusing on the right things at the right time really comes out of like doing sleight of hand is a mm. lot of times people think that a magician's trying with misdirection, right? Is that they're trying to get you to look in the wrong place. Yeah, that's what they always uh, tell us. Right, like misdirection like, is, yeah, look over here, yeah, look but over I'm doing here. here. But they're actually trying to get you to look in the right place at the right Ooh. time so you could experience astonishment because that part's real. So hypothetically, if you caught the magician, you're like, oh, I looked over here. You miss out on on what's real, which is the astonishment, the wonder, which we are lacking in our culture today. True. And oftentimes lacking in our marriages. So, Mm. but when we focus on the right things, right, you experience, so let me, let me give it to you a different way. If I was to take a coin, there's Literally thousands of ways to make a coin vanish. But if I was to take a coin... I spend them. That's how I make them just (laughs) vanish, just for the record. But go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I wish it was only coins. (laughs) Nope. We're talking about coins. Okay, go ahead. So how do you make a coin disappear? (laughs) Well, I'm not going to... I'm just saying, if I was to make a coin vanish, right? Is if if I put it into my hand, you look at my hand, even if I'm secretly ditching it somewhere else, right? Hmm. If I can make you believe that it's there for a moment, and then I open my hand and it's gone, you experience that that astonishment. In in our marriages, when we focus on the right things. So I want to talk about what are those things that we focus on. Mm. And one of those things for sure is being best friends. Mm. And I think some marriages, we forget. We're friends and <laughs> hopefully best friends. What are your your thoughts on being best friends with your spouse? Even before you go there, I was just thinking how it's so much easier to focus on the bad, right? Mm. It's easier for some reason in our nature just to focus on the negative. Oh, he leaves his clothes all over the place. The The bed never gets made. This never happens. They Wait, say they're going to do are this. Are you talking about me right now? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> just in general. Very generic here. Very generic. Very hmm. generic. Uh, yeah. Nothing specific at this moment. <laughs> Maybe another time. Um, yeah. So it's so much easier. And I think genuinely, if we rack those up throughout the day and focusing on the negative – 
by the end of the day, we're going to be so frustrated with our spouse. So I think it really, for us, a tool has been to really learn to focus on the positives instead of those negatives. And and that allows us to continue being friends, right? If I focus on, yeah, yeah. even with, with, a, with another friend, right, with a girlfriend, if I'm focused on all the things that might be upsetting, well, then we're not going to be friends for very long. Same is true in our marriages, right? So we yeah. need to focus on those positive things. And being best friends for us means hanging out together. Um, it means uh, uh, laughing together for us for a lot of it, right? I like to laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a weird laugh. Um, yeah, we we try often, and and sometimes when we're super frustrated, that is another technique we use: is go okay, maybe not in the middle of a fight, but maybe something rough is going on at work or school yeah. or whatever it was, and uh, in parenting, and maybe after uh, we've calmed down, sometimes it's good to just laugh uh, about something else for so, sure. Distraction. The the proverb that makes me think of is: it's to your glory to overlook an offense. Mm. And it's always easy to focus on those negative things, and and, and thankfully you have none. Oh, uh, it's just all yeah. mine. Uh-huh. It's just all uh-huh. mine. Uh, <laughs> Please. <laughs> but focusing on that negative isn't going to um, honor God or honor your spouse right. or really yourself. Like you, you never feel great about focusing on all those negative things, and so, but. If you can't overlook the offense, mm. if you can't, if you are still frustrated that they left their clothes out, that they didn't, this really seems personal. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's not about that. I let go of that pile of clothes a long time ago. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, but if you can't, then we need to address it. And that's just yeah. communication 101 for us is like, let's address things head on and not, you know, beat around the bush or say things that are passive aggressive or let it fester or sweep it under the rug, but let's address it. And so overlooking an offense isn't just sweeping it under the rug. You were genuinely, right. if you have the ability to overlook that, you overlook it and go, ah, you know, 99% of the time, you know, she does this right. So I'm not going to worry about it this one time. So I appreciate that. Ninety nine percent of the time. Ninety nine percent. Yeah, I think that's a little, yeah, the, a little generous. And the idea of being best friends, I think, just is you know comes back to like the core of how we see marriage is mm. we want to be connected to each other every day. We want to find things to experience, new things to experience together. You know, I, I think if you have kids, sometimes it's easy to like wrap your lives up in your kids mm, and you forget. Sure about your spouse and we would encourage you to carve out time. Mm. You know, we've tried, we are on 26 years of marriage and we still do date nights on a regular basis. And I think for everybody, I I, I shouldn't even say date night. For, yeah. for us, it's almost always a date day. Um, or afternoon or yeah. a breakfast or, yeah. And it's sometimes it's quick. Night. It's going through a coffee shop together and sitting down for a moment and then running off to do separate things. But we, we try to carve out time to be together. And other yeah. times, you know, we get a week in a way, you know. But the, the key is that you're intentionally spending time together. Ooh, that's a good word, intentionally. 
Uh, so focus write it on down. That. <laughs> focus on that. Definitely. I, I don't know if you're you're yeah, writing write that down, down intentionally. But, yeah. So yeah, that's the first thing I would say. If you're going to bring some healing, some hope back into your marriage, mm. is focusing on wait. This is the person I gave my vows to. The one I gave my life to. The mm. one that I said mm. I want to be with forever. And then something happened. <laughs> you're like, whoa. <laughs> uh, sure. I didn't sign up for that. Right? Is a I think anytime before we're married. There's all kinds of expectations and ideas oh, and yeah. thoughts and dreams of what it will be. And then reality sinks in. Boom. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then it's, okay, this is the person I married. How do I learn to love them as they are? Not some yeah. future version of them or some past version of them, but right sure. now as they are. And so as we look at focus, we talked about best friends. What's another mm-hmm. thing we could focus on that would enhance our effectiveness to communicate with our So another way is focusing on turning towards each other instead of away from each other. Hmm. Um, One of the tools that we got even before we got married uh, in... um, At a weekend uh, to remember. Yeah, thank you. Weekend to remember, right? We did that uh, in the premarital section of that two and a half years oh engagement yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Two and, and that half years. premarital yeah. two and a half years of being engaged <laughs> yeah Woo. we can talk about that later <laughs> but we did get a lot of great tools especially and, and a lot of yeah. time to practice it before we got married <laughs> um so one of those tools was this visual of we can either turn our backs towards each other and fight a common enemy. And it showed a picture of us with swords. Um, Yeah, I've got my sword, you've got (laughs) yours. Or uh, the part we don't want is when we turn towards each other and we're fighting each other is not the ideal, right? So we want to turn towards each other, but not, um, not to fight. Right. Thankfully, we've never had a fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Please. Uh, what about the one I, this morning? Well, <laughs> let's not talk about that one. This, I, I'll give you a, an idea of a of a fight and just how when we when we have a fight, how we could choose to move toward one another. Okay. And I'm I'm choosing a fight in my head right now. Um, of our of our three fights we've ever had. Oh, uh huh. <laughs> a day. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there was this one time we were going up to Sequoia. We were going to. I was speaking at a at a conference at Hume Lake to be exact. Awesome. And love it. On our way up there, we got into a fight once again on driving and how I'm driving. And, ah. Uh, that makes sense. And slow down and do this. And uh, she would, this is early on in our marriage, uh, but she would reach over and honk the horn oh, for me. I did that once. One time. Once. I will never do it again. No, <laughs> no. I got in a lot of Recently, trouble. you changed my AC. We had dual AC and you changed my AC. Okay, back to focus. <laughs> back to focus. So we get up to our cabin and... I'm just super frustrated with her. She's frustrated with me. But one of the things we don't do is we don't just take off. But I did exactly that. I broke the rules. I broke the rules. Uh, So I took off and she had, you know, this is probably 11 o'clock at night. We're getting up there. So it's the middle of the night, essentially. And I just go out. I walk by the lake and I'm pacing back and forth by the lake. I'm pretty frustrated. And... You're back at the cabin. What was happening there? Oh, I'm mad. And I'm pretty sure I've, we had all three little kids and probably had to get them to bed and That's all that. Your, no, your no don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. So, no, probably dealing with that and, and just really surprised that you were so angry that you left because that's something we don't do. 
Yeah. And so I'm at the lake and I forget what, you know, was going on in my head in terms of being just so frustrated. I think I, I just like flipped my lid. I was so angry at her. And I, I was right by the lake and remember praying like, God, what are you going to do about it? Like, uh, <laughs> that you know, sounds dangerous. It I was don't think a da- I'd pray that. I don't, I don't <laughs> recommend praying like that. Uh, cause literally like right at that moment, it was like a, what's that movie? Uh, Bruce Almighty, yeah, yeah. you know, where he's like, God, you know, and like, yell. and I wasn't quite yelling at God, but I was definitely like frustrated with God. Like, you know, why this woman, Lord? <laughs> uh, it's okay. God can handle it. Yeah. Uh, but literally as I, I was like, in a sense, like shaking my, my fist at God going mm. like, why, why, why can't we move through this? Um, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to do anything about it. And I remember, you know, I'm saying to God, what are you going to do about it? And like right at that moment, I'm about 10 feet away from 15 deer that (gasps) run right in front of me. And it scared the bejeebies out of me. I (laughs) I don't know what those are, but that's hilarious. Oh my goodness. I will never do that. I mean, I backed up and about fell down on the ground and then ran to you and going like, okay, God, I I realize you can do something about it. Um, uh, I'm like, I'm sorry, God. Meanwhile, I I had been praying, please send him 15 really loud deer. No, not at all. I'm sure you did. Like, it was the scariest thing. Like, when you're just staring, you know, at the beautiful lake with a little bit of moonlight, completely dark, and then all these deer run right in front. Yeah, it was scary. so I ran back up to you and I apologized profusely. And I'm sure I love that. I'm sure you did. Uh, but that's that's an, a, like an exaggerated, like those aren't our normal day of moving sure. toward. But that was like, okay, uh, it was one of those times in my life that I realized this is a bad idea for me to just leave the situation, mm. go do what I want, leave her with three children and let her figure it out while I'm frustrated, yelling at God, yelling at the world, <laughs> right? And instead of going, like, I need to deal with my anger, I need to move toward you. And yeah. so that was one of those things that changed the trajectory of how I deal with anger, of how mm. I deal uh, with my response to you. I think I could say I haven't left the premises. Like there's times where both of us will leave the room and we'll talk about, you know what? Yeah, yeah, take, take a break. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's different than just in my anger leaving. And I'm sure it was righteous anger. Oh, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> no, think so. No, it wasn't. Yeah. But yeah. the idea of being, you know, moving toward each other. And we want to constantly move toward without those swords out, but we want to move in a way that um, we would fight a common enemy, that we'd move towards that we could connect with each other and deal with the situation instead of just getting frustrated with one another. And that just goes downhill quick. For sure. Yeah. Focusing on that connection, that moving towards each other. Sometimes in moving towards each other, um, we need to ask ourselves before even responding to something our spouse says, go, okay, wait a minute. Am I, am I hungry? Am I tired? Like what <laughs> are there some basic needs that aren't being met yeah, here, you sure. know, before I even respond to you? Because if I just respond, sometimes that's not going to go well. Oftentimes it's not going to go well. If I don't take a second to go, okay, wait a minute. Am I in a good place yeah, to be yeah, yeah. turning towards you to be, um, 
working through whatever this issue is. So the other thing we do all the time is we ask the question of what do you want to get out of this argument? You know, instead of it just being is sometimes when you ask that question, like what, what is it that you're, you're wanting out of this? You're able to really get to the core of what's going on. And sometimes that's leading towards being vulnerable, which I know is tough for us to do, to be transparent, especially when we're not operating at our best, where we're angry, we're frustrated. We're not at our peak level of performance of, um, loving the other person the way we want to be. Uh, the way we'd want to love them or be loved. Yeah. And so yeah. that's one of those things that I would just encourage um, people out there to, to ask that question of like, what is it that you want to get out? You both ask yourself as well as your spouse that question. That's a great question for sure. And one last thing that we want to talk about I'm focusing on. Yeah. What? Go for it. Oh, is always and never statements. Woo, uh, those are fun. Okay, yeah. <laughs> right? Is... When we use this, you know, this terminology of like, you always leave your laundry out to come back to the laundry. You always, you know, make a mess. You always. Nobody wants to be told you always do this or you never do that. Nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. Not only is it not helpful, it. It's an exaggeration of the truth, and we want to be yeah. honest and truthful in those situations, and it's not going to resolve anything. So that's one of those mm. that is just a really practical thing to take out of your language and your vocabulary in terms of the way you communicate. Kim sure. and I joke all the time that, and I, I am not the rule maker, but there might be one that is the rule maker. Rules? Oh, yeah. Yeah. After every fight, I think from the very beginning, we're like, okay, how how are we going to fix this? How are we not going to do this again? And yeah, they didn't start out with numbers, but at some point you say, oh, is this rule number 532? Yes. Yes, it is, dear. <laughs> uh, so... That the idea is like we we create things where we call them our boundaries, you know, yeah. of ways that we're not going to do this again in the future. Yeah. And that's one of our early rules, if you will, is we just decided not to use the words always and never in our communication, whether that we're in the heat of an argument or just in our day-to-day stuff. And so I would just encourage you in terms of focusing, that's an easy one to focus on of going like, you know what, mm. I, I'm going to take that that word out because words bring healing, they bring hope, but they could also bring death and destruction. So yeah. I want to bring words that bring hope and life to you, baby. Mm, I like that. Yeah, death and destruction does not sound good. Here's a bonus. I shouldn't even say like a, a bonus on, on focus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not a bonus. A central tenant for us. Yes, is... <laughs> Is having God at the center of our relationship is transformative. And we realize not everybody listening to this podcast is coming from a faith-based perspective or in a relationship with God. But for us, that's essential to to who we are. And wherever you are in that journey, we would just say, think about what it would look like to to bring God close to the center, maybe just taking a step toward God. As we talked about taking steps toward each other, that's always for us in the context of, are we are we close to God? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes when there's tension between the two of us, it's because we, we are mm-hmm. forgetting our relationship with God first. Yeah, so. yeah. When uh, it's helpful to check in with each other sometimes and go, okay, where, where are you at with your walk with God? Because if your relationship with God is off. Um, you haven't been spending time with him or praying or talking or in the word or all those things, right? Then 
uh, it for both of us when we're not down for sure in that relationship. Correct. Correctly is a terrible word for that. Um, when we're not nurturing that relationship, nurturing is a good word. Yeah. You like that? All right. I like it. Um, that makes it so much harder for, for us and nurturing our, our marriage, our relationship. Right. Yeah. And I love that word just because that's what healthy relationships look like is they're constantly nurturing each other. Mm, you know, mm. is there's no way to, to have a healthy relationship and not spend time pouring into that relationship, spending time mm. investing in that relationship. And so. You mean, wait, wait, wait. So it's <laughs> not healthy if I were to stay at work all day and not come home and not pour into this relationship at all? What? What? All right. So you got to be here. That's what you're yeah. telling me. So right. Gotta be um, present. Any relationship takes time nurturing. Yeah. So uh, to, to nurture something takes time, takes investment, takes uh, loving somebody, caring for them in the way that God's designed that. And so for, for us, sure. we're looking into, into the Bible, looking at God's word and going, how has he loved me? And how can I love my spouse that way? And so that's one of the, the key things for us that makes, I think, our, our relationship great. You're pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, babe. Uh, but that's only by God's grace, for sure. So uh, yeah, and his forgiveness... You're still for great. me, yeah, thanks. <laughs> His forgiveness for the things I've done or thought or said, that helps me to forgive you. I think that flows out in that sense. And that's, um, for us, like you said, that's that's crucial. It makes, sure. it su- uh, makes it so much more easier. It makes it easier to do, um, to forgive each other. And we know that, hey, we screw up too. Ooh, that should be a podcast coming up. Forgiveness. By the way, if you have ideas, (laughs) it's not happening next time, but if you have ideas for us, um, feel free to email us at danny at dannyraymagic.com or Kimberly at Kimberly's Corner.com. We should buy that. Yeah, I okay. don't, we don't That's have that. That's not really a website. I was just <laughs> don't like, do that yet. That's in the book, though. Kimberly's Corner. No, but Danny at DannyRayMagic.com. You could reach us there and you could just put, you know, hey, listen to the podcast. We would love it if you did an episode on and we'll pray through that, think through that and look at that. But for the next time, what are we going to do? So, next podcast is going to be about the power of thankfulness in our marriages. Ooh, that yeah. sounds good. So, uh, yeah, it is good. I, I thought that was a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I like it. All right. <laughs> so uh, join us again next time on We Do Whatever It Takes.